This is a Solitude Media Originals podcast. Hello, I'm joined with Elizabeth Power. Elizabeth is a coordinator, CEO at Domestic Violence Response Limited and Domestic Violence Awareness Training Facilitator at DVAT Ireland. And we're going to talk today with Elizabeth mostly about services for older people. This is the Galway Podcast. Elizabeth, hello. Hello there, Sandra. Uh, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to talk about our services and domestic violence response this morning. You're very welcome. I'm very happy to have this conversation with you. Let's start with what domestic violence response does and how you got involved with them. Mm-hmm. Well, um, DBR, it's a, it's a community-based organisation responding to the issue of domestic abuse in Galway City and County. I got involved initially in 1998. I was asked to train staff who were setting up a service in uh, Letterprec in uh, Connemara. And uh, I came out there and got involved in the organization and took over the role of CEO in 2000. And from there, um, we developed all of the services and gradually uh, grew. Um, we got, um, you know, various uh, funding for various projects. And um, over time, uh, you know, we became very well established, I suppose, in, uh, in Galway City and County. But we've always maintained our rural uh, connection and um, always, uh, uh, I suppose, looking, because we are a community-based service, we're always responding to new cohorts of clients. I mean, I've seen over those years very different um, uh, issues arising within domestic abuse, you know, migrant women's experiences, rural women's experiences. And in recent times, older women's experiences of domestic abuse. Thank you for that, Elizabeth. Can you tell me what it is that DVR does and can you highlight its main services, please? Yes, I can. So, I mean, we provide free and confidential counselling, support and information services uh, to women. Uh, We also provide advocacy services for uh, uh, women who have to go to court in order to... um, access safety protection barring orders or indeed any of the court processes that that women uh, face when they're dealing with uh, abuse. Uh, We offer an initial assessment to see if we're the right service for people. If we're not, we certainly um, assign posts to services we think that can help. We provide telephone support and we also do educational support programs for women post-separation, paths to freedom, parenting in the aftermath of domestic abuse, and they're the, they're the kind of services that we provide directly to um, to women, and that's our that's our remit. Uh, although I, you know, I'm absolutely acknowledging there are men who experience domestic abuse, our funding and our um, our focus is women. So um, also, I mean, in terms of community, you know, we have a very strong remit to develop long-term responses to the issue. So we do school work. We go in and we do um, healthy relationships in um, Southwest Connemara, in Irish, in Galway City and County, um, in English, because there's a focus on educating young people to recognise the signs of abuse. Great. Okay, that's pretty comprehensive. Thank you, Elizabeth. Uh, May I ask, um, how do people uh, avail of your services? So how do they qualify? Is there 
a certain age group or income or living in a certain area or disability? No. Um, there's, there's, there is no criteria, whatever, uh, although we see uh, women from all backgrounds. Uh, initially, they contact the service. Often they're referred GP, counselling, guards, and community support, friends, but also word of mouth would be a very um, strong presentation for us, you know, trying to meet another client and they, they refer uh, themselves and the self-referral also. We, uh, you know, we certainly welcome all women, all backgrounds, all ages, all classes, all, you know, there's no, and, and indeed sexual orientation as well. May I ask then, what would be your advice for someone who would like to avail of your services, but maybe might be a little bit too afraid to contact you? What's your advice for them? Um, my advice for them is, I suppose they're working a long time in this area, and our particular service would really respect working at um, the particular woman's pace. And that's really important. You know, I would say to anybody listening to the, the podcast to um, to reach out because talking helps. It decreases isolation. It um, allows you to get clarity in what it is that you're experiencing. And this is confidential without, any, without you ever having to do anything else. And the idea of, um, you know, being with somebody who is supportive and yet objective who is able to talk you through what our real options feel, real options and choices is really important. And uh, I, I would say you have absolutely nothing to lose, you know, and except your fear, probably. You know, we certainly would encourage people to um, to reach out. Um, I, I suppose, I mean, in terms of, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm getting a sense, you know, in terms of, older women's experiences, there's a lot of additional obstacles uh, when older women reach out. Often the perpetrator may be their carer. There may be, um, uh, you know, very difficult health issues that compromise their capacity to to um, see beyond a life of abuse. And yet 20% of our clients, we help, we are working with, we work towards creating violent-free homes whether they leave the home, whether they don't leave the home, it's, you know, that is the outcome we work towards. Okay, yeah. It's such, a, as I say, a sensitive subject. So um, I'm just wondering as well, what would happen if there was carers listening to this and thinking that they might be falsely accused of um, uh, domestic violence? Yeah, and I mean, that that, that is, uh, there is a concern uh, for um, for anybody who uh, works in the area of domestic abuse, um, you know, do we um, believe the story that we are pre- presented with? We're in this a long time. We do assessments. We know um, how to elicit information that will tell us the level of danger somebody is in, if they're in danger at all. And the idea that you know, that women come forward for, you know, for to use our services who are not domestic violence victims, it, I would say that is incredibly low, purely because it's too difficult. You know, you when you sign up to, to, to work with, with our particular service and we provide you with support, 
you know, there is a level of engagement and a level of, because we're counselling, we have counselling skills, that we're able to do that kind of assessment. Um, you know, our perpetrators accused in the wrong, I mean, certainly it engages the media. It's not something that we see here, you know, in in our service, you know, because our particular focus is on helping somebody move forward. That's good to know. May I ask, how do people get involved if they want to help your organisation? For example, is there uh, volunteering or donations or what can people do to help you? Oh, absolutely. They can donate. We'd be delighted uh, using the I donate uh, button to uh, to support us. But, you know, we are a small organisation. We employ eight staff. Uh, we don't have a dedicated fundraiser. Wish we did, but we're not, you know, we're not in a position other bigger organisations have that have that kind of dedicated funding stream. So we welcome people if they want to fundraise for us. Absolutely. And if they want to make individual donations, that would be uh, brilliant too. And uh, how can they make the donations? Where, where would they send the money to? Um, so I donate would be, um, you know, if they go into our website, they certainly will get the information they need there. But uh, clicking on the I donate button and, you know, come bringing it up for our domestic violence response. Our Facebook page also um, has a link to, to enable that. Yeah, so I'm just on the website now. So it's domesticviolenceresponse.com. Is that specific for Galway or is that for all of Ireland? No, we are specifically a Galway city and county service. Brilliant. Okay, so if they go in there, there's um, a donate button on the domesticviolenceresponse.com website and the money yeah. will go to the people who are suffering in Galway city and county. Isn't that right? Yes, it is. It is, and the money will go to provide services directly to them. It doesn't go to anything else. We do, we are very fortunate. Occasionally, fundraisers, they raise funding to give directly uh, to our clients, and we facilitate that process. For example, Women's Aid and, and, and Crino here locally are two that come to mind immediately where um, you know they have identified a funding stream is important for um, assisting victims of domestic abuse, particularly when they're trying to leave the relationship. But um, so, so that's the type of uh, interventions that people can make. Great. And uh, yeah, just click the button and it opens up the I Donate website as well. Your headquarters are in Moycullen? We, we, yes, it is. And we have counselling rooms in South Hill. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, it's to facilitate our southwest. Uh, Connemara clients is to facilitate our older clients and it's to facilitate clients who um, who need a city-based service. Not, not everybody wants to attend, you know, a very public space like our space is in my colour. Right. Could somebody walk in off the street and just go to your, your um, office? They, we don't do a specific drop-in service. We would prefer if people rang in advance and to ensure that they will get a, um, um, a staff member available right there and then to uh, talk to them. If, if When people drop in, we're not a big organisation that sometimes that, you know, they, they may find that they can only, we can only spend a couple of minutes because we're, you know, working with other women. And, you know, most of our, most of our work is done by appointment. And clients come, they're given their appointment and they come for their appointments. And that's, that's how that works. 
Okay, so the phone number is 0918667740. That is yep. um, 0918667740. And the email address is info at domesticviolenceresponse.com. That's info at domesticviolenceresponse.com. That's correct, isn't it? Yeah, it is. If they want to phone the Salt Hill branch, or is it, it would you would reconnect from the main phone yeah. number, is that correct? Yes. What we do is we ask people what their preference is, where, um, what their preference is in terms of time and in terms of venue. And is there a phone number for Salt Hill? No, there isn't. It's, it's all, um, you know, it's all filtered through our administrative system in my column. Great stuff. Okay. And uh, do you have any upcoming events? Um. Well, we have no we've no big plans at the moment in terms of any fundraisers. We're hoping to um, have uh, one major summer event, but we're not in a position to uh, uh, to say what that is yet because plans are very in, in the very initial uh, stages. Our parenting and the aftermath, our healthy relationships programs, our um, uh, paths to freedom programs will likely be starting in September, but our waiting list for them is open now if people want to sign up for them. So that's really the extent of what's going on for us at the moment. We're extremely busy, you know, just dealing with um, a very big increase in clients coming forward, particularly new clients coming forward for uh, support, and that engages most of our our time in truth. And if anybody wants to start their own a fundraiser, they can do their own event and raise some money and then send it through um, on domesticviolenceresponse.com. Isn't that right? Absolutely, absolutely. We'd really welcome it. It, it really does. Fundraising is a brief, you know, it contributes to 20% of our total funding. So it's essential. And uh, it's, you know, it's great when people do. You know, it it allows us to continue to provide what are essential services for women. Great. I'm just looking at your contact us page, and I should state this because it says if you're if you are in immediate danger, uh, please contact the guardie on nine nine nine. That's absolutely true. I mean, the bulk of our work is not crisis. It is we are there for after. Okay, after something happens, we are there for when a woman feels that she simply cannot cope anymore. We're there for, um, you know, post-separation and all of the court and all of the um, uh, steps that she needs to take to adjust to um, uh, to uh, creating a violent-free home. Leaving an abusive relationship is a dangerous time for women. We would always um, acknowledge that and walk around that. And what's your advice to uh, an, an older woman who, who isn't sure if she is being abused uh, or not, but might have a concern or would like to, would you be open to have a conversation for advice around that? I think there's, you know, for older women, there are, there are substantial obstacles in, in getting support. My advice is still to reach out. My advice is it helps to talk. My advice is the first step that uh, an older woman can take that may, will, you know, uh, will help her to feel better, okay, uh, is, is is to pick up the phone, really. And it's the start of a journey. 
and the journey out of domestic abuse is, is, is a journey. It's not a one step and you're free. That is not how, how this works. That's not how this issue is addressed. It really is a place where you go from feeling very hopeless and powerless to a place where you're feeling you have options and choices and you are safe. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, may I ask, uh, what are the biggest challenges of your job? Uh, funding, no question. It's not the actual work itself. We're we're very skilled in it, and you know it's a, a privilege really to to see the journey that women have made and the places they get to on that journey. Uh, but however, the the funding is always um, a real difficult. Um, uh, it's 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 really difficult to access. It's difficult to persuade funders of to respond in the way that they should be responding. And that's that's the truth. I'm talking about state funding uh, here and, and TUSA funding in particular. Um, we have um, politicians at the moment, um, you know, uh, advocating for a full-time worker for, for DVR, which an additional full-time worker, which we need. And, you know, that that's the, the issue that causes stress to staff being overworked, you know, with, you know, being unable to, um, meet the immediate needs of clients in the way that we would like. It's not that they're not met, but in the way that you know we would uh, we would like and 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 develop initiatives and develop uh, responses that we think are necessary but aren't possible within the um, the framework of funding that uh, that we have currently. So that's what I would say is the the the, the biggest um, challenge mm-hmm. and difficulty in this work is sustaining services like ourselves. And then the flip side of that, what's, what part of your job brings you the most satisfaction? Oh, there's no question. The the outcome. I, you know, uh, for women to say, I never thought I could have this life. For, for women to say, I have put this relationship behind me. I have choices. I have options. Go back to college. Get you know, um, fully engage in the um, in in workplaces. And also the idea of um, having uh, created violent-free homes and for their children is is hugely satisfying for us to sit back and see. Brilliant. Elizabeth, this has uh, been very helpful, uh, this conversation. I've actually learned a lot and um, I'm sure it'll bring help to other people out there. Okay, well, I'm very glad to hear that. Thanks, Sandra. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to uh, chat today. You're very welcome. So I'll just read out the, f- the phone number again. It's 091-866-740. That's 091-866-740 and the website is domesticviolenceresponse.com and the email is info at domesticviolenceresponse.com Yeah, that's us. Okay, Elizabeth. Thank you. Keep doing the brilliant work that you do. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sandra. Right to you. Cheers now. All the best now. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you miss a loved one that's passed on? Perhaps you miss their voice or their mannerisms. Perhaps you have questions that remain unanswered. Don't let that happen to your children or grandchildren. At Salt Hill Media, we can record your life story or that of a loved one for future generations. So when someone asks, hey, what was granny like? Or what was granddad like? You can point them to an interview and say, you tell me. We can tailor an interview to be as long or as short as you want it to be. 
all with professional recording equipment and post-production. You may think that your life is not worth documenting. Well, not according to your children or grandchildren. Record that life story before it's too late. Email salthillmedia at gmail.com or go to salthillmedia.com for more information. This has been a Salt Hill Media original podcast and production.